I say this to agents all the time, you know, you don't have to be scripted. You don't have to get it right. If you make a mistake in the middle of a live video, just laugh it off and just keep going because people actually resonate with that. We're all human. And I think the more real you are, the more that people actually appreciate it and connect with you. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers and leaders. With thanks to our partner Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking and strategies to elevate your results. To get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast, visit joineliteagent.com. And for more information about how Connect Now can make moving easier on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean. Welcome to another episode of the Elevate podcast, where we delve into some of the most interesting minds in business and in real estate for the very best tips and strategies for you to implement to elevate your business. I'm Samantha McLean, editor of Elite Agent and host of today's show. My guest today is real estate coach and former lead agent, Marnie Beauchamp. With more than 30 years experience in the industry, Marnie helps real estate businesses and agents thrive when it comes to sales and marketing. And we're going to be unpacking some of those topics today. So Marnie, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Before we get started, I just wanted to, you know, like some people might be quite familiar with you. I mean, you've been in the magazine a couple of times and things like that, but you've also featured on our podcast before with yeah. um, with Leanne Pilkington. Um, and it, you know, like we had a lot of amazing feedback about that podcast because I think you were very raw and real about some of the challenges you'd faced um, and how you'd rebuilt your business from scratch. And we'll pop a link to that podcast in the show notes for everyone to have a bit of a listen. But I'm just wondering from you, from from your point of view, what was it like to share that experience with Leanne? Uh, it was a little bit overwhelming because it's um, it's one of those things that I haven't really spoken about much, and um, it's mostly family and close friends and um, and you know business colleagues at the time and anybody that was involved um, that really knew much about it. Um, I'm not sort of someone that goes and you know. I don't know, just talks about those hardships that for me, it's just getting on with it um, and changing things the way, you know, so I'll get back onto the path that I want to be on. Um, but it was actually quite, um, I, don't know, I don't think liberating is a word, but it was actually really um, good for me to, to talk about it. And as you said, it was emotional, um, especially the part about, you know, losing my dad in the, in the midst of everything I was going through. But um, it was also really nice to get it out there. And, and like you said, I've had some incredible feedback from people um, and it's almost like people sort of, you know, look at you a little bit differently when they realise that you haven't always had it easy. You know, it's it's been a really hard road for me to get to where I am, and and you know, I've done most of it on my own. I've been a, the sole director of, of my businesses the whole time. I've never had a business partner. Um, you know, it's um, you know, it's, it's it's I've built them from scratch, um, and you know, it's been it's been hard work. And I've also been a single mum with you know sole custody of my two girls during that time. So it was nice to. I don't know, finally just <laughs> speak my truth in a way and, um, and, you know, get it all out on the table. It took a lot of courage, obviously, for you to, um, to, for, for you to be so raw and so real. And I think a lot of us, you know, as women, um, not just in this industry, but in general, we do get on with the job, like, you know, without people, you know, realizing what's going on. And I had a bit of a, bit of a rant about it on, on Facebook the other day. Yes, but, um, <laughs> yeah, but, but what, um, 
you know, like what sort of response did you get? Were, were people like talking to you saying, oh, thank goodness, thank goodness you were, you were so real? Yeah, people actually re- really resonated. Um, and obviously it just, I didn't actually anticipate that I would cry during it, but I still cry all the time about, you know, especially things with my dad and, um, and stuff. So um, most people were really just so lovely and um and you know a few of the clients that I, I spoke to and picked up after that are going through some hardships themselves and you know one in particular she's a single mum um going through a court case um more around you know her divorce but you know it's it's been a really tough time and for her it actually gave her hope and it made her realize that there's light at the end of the tunnel and that's probably the biggest thing for me that I'm finding from people is that um you know as I said there's always a perception there when people don't really know you that well, that, um, that, you know, there's always that thing, isn't there, where people say to you, oh, you know, you've been lucky, you know, to me, there is no such thing as luck. It's just, it's just hard work. So yeah, that's probably the biggest feedback I would say I've had. You've become a regular contributor to Elite Agent. In fact, there's a very big picture of you in the current issue of Elite Agent, the technology issue. And, oh, is there? Um, <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to show. I'll have to show you when when we're done here. But okay. Um, but um, you know, you've gone. You like you've actually walked the walk. And this is, I think, yeah. why I love your articles is that they're so um, they're so practical and and um, you know actionable. I think, but. Um, before we um, move on to that, can you tell us what you're doing, what you're up to at the moment? So you've moved from agent to coach now. Yes. Um, so one of the things that I loved the most, um, besides obviously listing and, and negotiating on amazing properties, um, was mentoring and coaching my team. Um, so I, I had some outstanding agents in my team who came from nothing. You know, I had one who came from hairdressing, um, others that came from, you know, very, a variety of businesses and, um, and became really high-performing agents. And a lot of them actually went out and established their own businesses which I think is amazing. I never, I would never, um, you know, hold anybody back from doing something like that. Um, and so once I decided that it was time to um, make a change and sell my agencies, um, and I relocated as well, I, I just found that that was probably the best space for me because I feel like I have so much to share. You know, I've got you know nearly thirty years of experience. I I started in an industry which was um, no females in my area, um, dominated mainly by older men, very old school. Um, you know, no mobile mobile phones, no navmans, um, no internet, no emails. It was just you know a picture in the window, signboard out the front, um, a phone on your desk, and that was it. And you just had to make things happen. So um, I've come from that, and I've had to evolve so many times over the years. To to keep up with, um, you know, the changes in technology and, and everything else. So, yeah, I've, I've, you know, adapted so many times that, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of a little bit invincible now with whatever gets thrown out there. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just pick that up as well. Um, yeah. And so I think, yeah, being a coach for me, it's like my favourite part is being um, on the ground and spontaneous. So rather than um, doing set sessions with people, it's like, okay, how's your week? What have been your challenges? What do we need to talk through? Have you got any, you know, big presentations coming up that we can role play? Um, you know, any negotiations that you're struggling with, let's talk about them. And, you know, my clients know that they can call me anytime when they've got a challenge, um, you know, like that. And, um, and that's what I, I think, you know, for me is, is the best part, but I feel like I'm problems, problem solving for them. 
Yeah, the whole role-playing thing is really excellent too. I think people underestimate the value of um, of that. You know, I think we did a top agent survey last year and the top agents are always role-playing. So, you know. Always. What, yeah. Yeah. yeah what you can never do too much role-play. And, you know, so many people start it and they might do it, you know, a few times and then, and then that's it. But um, there's so much power in it because every situation you walk into is different, right? You know, everybody, people are individual. You're not going to walk into, you know, if you, if you walk into a presentation and you sit down and you just do the same thing every time, you're going to, you're going to come across a bit robotic. It's not going to be authentic. Um, So, you know, for me, it's, it's, you know, everything goes into it, the matching, the mirroring, the reading the room, um, you know, tapping into your, your, um, intuition on what it is that they want and asking questions, just bringing them into the conversation and making it about them. The market's pretty interesting at the moment. Like a lot of agents are reporting that they're sort of feeling a bit of a shift, that things yes. are sort of slowing down a little bit. What sorts of things are you hearing from the clients that you're coaching at the moment? Yeah, that, that's the thing. There's a lot of agents um, that have come into the industry in the last two years that have never really had to negotiate as such. Um, you know, there's been so many buyers, they're just throwing out offers at them. It's almost like they've become, you know, order takers. They're just, you know, collecting those offers, c- keeping track of them and, and passing them onto the vendor and, and inevitably, you know, getting the deals done. Um, so the whole negotiation thing for a lot, a lot of the newer agents has been a bit of a challenge. Um, and also, you know, with properties being passed in at auction they're not sort of used to that so you know what the process is following on from that um and then you know obviously the other thing again is always lead gen (laughs) that's what I get all the time too yeah yeah absolutely so we're going to talk a bit about lead gen today because both of your articles well um the most recent one in the technology issue I think is really important skill for lead generation and that's video video messaging so um Tell me how, how and when should agents and property managers be using video messaging? So there's so many ways that you can use video messaging. And for me, it has so much more power because, you know, 55% of communication is nonverbal. So it's your body language, it's your eye contact, it's the inflection in your tone. It's not even what you say, um, to be honest. I think that's like 7%, makes up 7% of effective communication. Um, so, and, and it's also listening. So when you've got list, them listening on the other end as opposed to reading something, it absorbs so much more. Um, so by using video SMS, I find that it actually creates a much stronger connection and people are more inclined to respond to it and to resonate um, so you can use it from anything for anything sorry from um, doing follow-up on um, an open for inspection so if you just you know before you finish um, you just do a quick video and you send it out to all your buyers um, you know thank you so much for attending our open home today at such and such an address it was so lovely to meet you um, we'll be in touch with you whatever day you do your feedback calls this afternoon or Monday morning to get further feedback on this property however if you do require any information or would like to organize another inspection of the weekend, please reach out to me. You know, it's simple. And you can send that in bulk uh, to all your buyers and it feels like you're literally just speaking to them. Um, and, you know, there's, there's you know, um, we've got Easter coming up. Again, a really good way to get through to all of your database in a different manner is to just do a quick happy Easter video. Hope you have an amazing time with all your family and friends. Um, you know, if we can help in any way, um, please reach out. Um, 
that's it. And you just send that out to your database. <laughs> so you can send that to past appraisals, to, you know, current clients, you can send it to all your buyers. It doesn't really matter. If you, if you do it generically, it's just like they're, they're getting something from you that's so different to what anybody else is doing. And, you know, the whole idea for me with anything is being a standout agent. It's interesting because, again, we sort of found in our survey that video was a bit of an underused tool. So um, yeah. it's re- it's really interesting that let's just say like I'm an agent and I'm sort of sitting there in front of you and I go, but Marnie, um, why can't I just send an email? <laughs> like what would you say to that? Um, because everybody sends emails for a start. Um, secondly, they have to take the time, like if they're driving or they're going to take the time, they've got to sit, they've got to scroll through and they've got to read it. Um, there's no personalisation with that. There's no authenticity. They're not seeing your face. They're not seeing your smile. Um, They're not hearing your voice. So, you know, you just don't want to be one of the pack. Yeah. You want to be different. You know, purple cow. You want people to be talking about you. (laughs) Yeah, I think the other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for me, like if someone sent me a video message on my phone, I would be automatically smashing that play button. Um, Yeah. Whereas, you know, like I've got 10,000 unread emails in my inbox. 100% 100% and I think I've got 14,000 of them. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hearing you. It's, um, it, it stands out and as you said, you, you want to see what it is. You're interested um, and sometimes I even get people sending me a video back, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you need any fancy tools? Like are there any sort of, um, is there anything that you um, recommend or do you just recommend, you know, hitting that play button? No. Use your phone. It doesn't have to be, um, in fact, people don't want it to be too professional. They, um, you know, the professional videos, I think there was a L'Oreal test case um, recently where they had like a, you know, it was like it was a TV ad basically um, that they posted. Then they had one that was just a video, but it was still very professional and that sort of thing. Um, and then they did another one with a, an apprentice standing in a broom closet, you know, with a new makeup palette saying, can't wait to try my new Revlon, um, sorry, L'Oreal. <laughs> um, I can't remember which one it was anyway. Um, and the point was that the, the, the person standing in the broom closet got all the hits, all the likes, all the shares, um, all the inter- comments and interaction because it was being real. So people want, so you can be natural, you can be yourself. And and I say this to agents all the time, you know, you don't have to be scripted. You don't have to get it right. If you make a mistake in the middle of a live video, just laugh it off and just keep going because people actually resonate with that. We're all human. And I think the more real you are, the more that people actually appreciate it and connect with you. Yeah. I think perfection is a very hard thing to connect with. Like I think we see that on Instagram and stuff like that. It's not what we want. No, no, not at all. I'd like to move on to another article that you've written for us called Reinvent Your Listing Presentation, which our whole team really loved. So you've got a lot of fans here. You've earned yourself a lot of fans here. Um, So why do you think it's so important that agents take a good hard look at their listing presentation right now and, and also how often? I think a listing presentation is something that you should be working on constantly, you know, role-playing it, um, you know, do it in front of your friends and family. Like just ring them and say, hey, I want to practice my new presentation. Can I pop over and, you know, do, do an appraisal for you on your home? Um, because it is really the turning point for me in an agent's career um, from, you know, the hard slog constantly to things starting to fall into place. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are at lead generation. You can be bringing in, you know, 10 or 15 leads a day, um, you know, doing two appraisals a day. If you're not converting them, 
it's just a constant uphill battle. So the listing presentation, I don't think it's ever been given um, enough importance in my opinion. It, 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 you know, it is the be all and end all really. You know, if you can convert, um, you know, even half of what you do and the leads that you get and the doors that you get into, life is fantastic. So, yeah, so for me, the listing presentation is something that, um, you know, I constantly um, working on for myself. But I also think that um, the problem with most agents is they've been taught in a very traditional method where you have your booklet and some of these booklets that I've seen are, Honestly, like they're this thick, people are just not going to read through that. And especially if they're getting three or four or five and they're all exactly the same. Um, I don't even, I don't even bring anything out. The only thing I bring out really at that point in time is the comparables that I want to talk through with them. Um, it's the more you can engage with them, eye contact um, and, you know, ask them questions so that you know what it is that they, that they want, you know, what is the most important thing to you when you're looking to choose an agent. You should start every presentation with that. And then as soon as you know what that is, um, that's basically what you know that you've got to focus on and you've got to put time into. Um, and if you ask questions all the way through, you're never going to miss the mark as to what it is that they actually want from you. They're going to tell you, you know. So, yeah, so many agents walk in and say, oh, you know, you have to sell at auction because auctions work. They may have had a really bad experience with auction and they're very tarnished with that. And another agent's come in and asked them, so what methods of sale have you, you know, bought and sold with in the past and what were your thoughts on that? And have you had any bad experiences or do you have any questions around it? Before they tell them what their recommendation is, that agent's going to be the standout because they haven't pushed them. They haven't, you know, if you try and force somebody into doing something you're not comfortable with, straight away they switch off and you pretty much lost them for the rest of the presentation at that point. I love that question about um, that you just mentioned a bit earlier about, you know, what are you looking for in an agent? Because I think that, that that's going to tell you almost everything you need to know. It does. It opens up so many, you know, so many things with them. Even if they've had a bad experience, I'll say, well, for us, it's trust. You know, the last time we used an agent, like we did, just didn't, they didn't communicate with us. Um, we didn't like them in the end. They tried to push us into this and that. Um straight away, you know, okay, well, you've got to work on all of those things and, and make them feel really comfortable with your level of communication. You know, ask them how long, how often do you want to hear from me? What's the best method of communication for you? You know, are you really busy? Do you want me to text you? Um, are you happy for me to, you know, call you after every, every meeting or every day just to fill you in? You know, if you just keep asking them things like that, they feel like they're on the same wave, you're on the same wavelength as them and that you understand what their expectations are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's just say we've had a really great meeting um, and um, I like that. It's just a meeting. <laughs> let's, just, yeah. let's just let's just say we've had a really great meeting and, um, you know, like, and, and you're the agent and I'm the client. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've, we've got to a natural conclusion of it. What is your favourite question to ask people if they're ready to go? I just say to them, so, so what's your time frame looking at? How soon would you like to be on the market? And, and if they say, you know, oh, we really want to be on as soon as possible, it's like, okay, fantastic. We, you know, we've got photographers on hand. We've got everybody pretty much ready to go. Um, you know, how would the 25th of March suit you for the first open home? 
So you just talk as if you've already got the business and then it's just a natural progression to, okay, great. Well, 25th of March, you know, when's the best time for you to do an open home light wise and that sort of thing. And then it's like, all right, well, you know, and you just, you sort of just naturally, you know, get the paperwork out and say, look, we've just got a few things to fill out um, and then we can have thing, everything ready to go. Um, you know, we'll be in touch with you to confirm, you know, the best times for the photographers to come through. So it's never a question, are you ready to sign? Um, if you've done everything right and, as you said, you've come to that natural conclusion, you're so comfortable and you know that they're nodding and everything's, you know, positive and everything, then you just move on to the, the whole process of the selling. Spring selling, like, you know, as, as we speak here, it's mid-March, but, you know, we know when the 1st of April hits, it's exactly six months to spring selling. Um, if, if you were still listing and selling right now, what would you be thinking of, of right now in this sort of April period? I think at the moment it's um, – I think I would be looking at, you know, ramping up the whole prospecting and the conversations with people around that. Um, I've been a bit of a – you know, people always say that spring's the best time to sell and, and, and whatever, but my – years in business my record sales have been in winter because um everybody waits till spring so you've got more competition on the market um you know there's no there's really no more buyers in spring to be honest i don't know that people just come out in spring and say oh we're going to buy property now (laughs) um so a lot of what i did was um is prior to spring and just talk to people about that fact that as soon as if they wait until then they they may have more competition um so i actually listed a lot of property throughout winter um and got fantastic results for that reason because they didn't you know they weren't competing so much um so i would say to agents at the moment just to focus really hard on their prospecting now and not wait until spring to make to make those phone calls yeah that's interesting too because you might bring people to market slightly earlier as well which is maybe better for your pipeline it is absolutely so you know the more you can move that pipeline forward um you know on a regular basis the better so um you know that and the fact that we don't know what's i mean we never know what's going to happen in the market but you know when people are waiting if they're waiting for spring um just because they think that's the best selling time we don't know what's going to happen in the market between now and then so you know to me I, if people ask me i just say to them look the best time to sell a property is when it suits you when everything falls into place and everything aligns for you and um and it's the time that you want to go not not you know not because it's spring <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so we get all levels of people um you know with all levels of experience listening to this podcast and um and always a lot of new agents in the industry so if you were new to the business um you know what sort of tips would you have for new agents particularly when it comes to things like listing presentations I think find somebody in the office or out of the office um, that you like and that you trust and you feel like has a similar style to you um, and, you know, get them to do a little session with you every single morning, a role play session, Um, brainstorm, you know, what your plan is for the day, Um, talk to, you know, other agents in the office or elsewhere, you know, reach out to other agents in the industry because most top performing agents out there are happy to help aren't they? They're happy to, you know, somebody rings them and asks them for a question. I mean, I know for me, if anybody ever rang me and said, and they do, um, can I just have a coffee with you just to pick your brain? I would be more than happy to do that. And I always am. So um, I, I think, you know, for new agents, it's, it's definitely just practice, you know, as I said before, ring your family and friends and, and just say to them, you know, and, and ask for honest feedback. 
feedback. Just ask them if you can come and sit down and do a presentation to them because the more you get comfortable being in front of people, um, and I always say it's harder to do things in a role play presentation and with people that you know than it is someone you don't. So if you can get really comfortable with doing that sort of thing, um, you know, in a role play situation or with people that, you know, family and friends, it's going to be much easier once you do get um, in front of people. Um, So I think, yeah, I think newer agents, there's a big focus on lead generation, which obviously there has to be because they've got to get the leads to get into doors. But, you know, the more comfortable you are with presentation, the more naturally it comes um, to you when you're actually doing lead generation as well because you're asking similar questions. Yeah. So let's talk about lead generation briefly, because again, there'll be a lot of new agents um, listening in and we've sort of given people a few ideas with video texts and things like that. But what do you think um, or what are you hearing out there is the most effective way of generating leads, particularly if you're new? That lead generation has um, changed so much over the years. Um, I mean, as I said, when I started, you had to pick up a phone and you had to ring people because it was the only way you could actually connect with them. Um, These days it's so different. You know, in my opinion, the days of cold calling and things like that, um, you know, pretty much if they're not already gone, (laughs) they're going um, because it just annoys people and most people don't pick up their phones anymore. So for me, lead generation is very much um, working with people that you already have. Networking is a big thing. Community is a big thing. Um, You know, dealing with people that have already expressed an interest in real estate by coming to your open homes. Um, You know, they may have inquired about property even inquiries, you know, when you think about a property within the office, you know, there might be a principal or another agent in the office that's get, got a whole load of inquiries that they just don't do anything with. Um, you know, if someone's new, ask them if they mind you contacting them because, you know, inquiries get answered and then that's it. They kind of just go if that property doesn't suit them or whatever, but that person quite likely has a property to sell or is still interested in buying something. Um, so I think the actual inquiry as opposed to the database, if they're not being put on the database, um, is a different, is, is a new opportunity. Besides that, social media, um, I think doing videos, becoming so recognized in your area um, is, is a big thing. You know, obviously there's plenty of social media marketers out there that are very experienced in tapping into the right market for with ads for appraisals and things like that. But if you don't have the money to put into that, um, just be active on it, but in a, in a really, you know, strong, positive way. I think the more videos you do, the more people feel like they get to know you. And, you know, if they are looking at selling, it's like, oh, it's just that facial recognition and also the fact that they know that you're in real estate um, and that um, and you're top of mind. This is what I'm looking for. Yeah. So moving into the rest of this year, if you had to name your three top skills for an agent, like, you know, going through 2022, because we know that, you know, things have changed and COVID has um, changed everyone's behaviour and all of that sort of thing. If you were to name like three skills, what would they be? Um, so definitely in the listing presentation, I think that's something that every agent needs to hone um, really well. Um, the other thing is networking. I feel like a lot of agents um, don't network enough and yet 
you know, you're going to get so much leverage from people around you. Um, if you just give, it's all about giving for me. Um, and so, you know, if you're networking and you're joining community events um, and things like that, you know, you have that cross referral thing. Um, so I think networking is a really important thing, um, especially for junior agents. Um, and the third thing would be, yes, getting good at video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Getting really good Get, at video. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, I think I think that's it's an amazing skill both on social media and and one to one as you've sort of beautifully demonstrated today. So I just want to say thank you for um, coming on the podcast um, again and sharing your knowledge with us. Obviously, it's been incredible. Sure. It's been incredible to actually listen to you bring those um, articles to life. But um, I do ask this one question of all of our guests, and that is if you had one key piece of advice or, or one final um, actionable point that you'd like to leave everyone with, what would it be? Do some role play every day. <laughs> yeah <laughs> every morning start your morning like we have we have a little power up session every morning um and it, you just talk you know plan out the day and that sort of thing um but yeah if you can find a buddy find a, an accountability buddy that's going to um keep you on track and um and that you can role play with um every morning it just just continually hones your skills yeah fantastic advice marnie Beauchamp. thank you so much pleasure thanks for having me we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Elevate podcast. With thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joinaliteagent.com.